time to dive into Sydney form. Eight minutes past eight. Uh, Ray Thomas, welcome back. I know a few horses and connections don't want to be there today, but not a bad meeting there nonetheless. Yeah, 57 scratchings, but you anticipate that when you get a a heavy track in the middle of summer after we've had a succession of good tracks. But the meeting's held up okay, and let's hope we can find a, find a few winners this afternoon, Rich. For sure, a man who has his back, uh, his head back in the uh, the form guide once again, and uh, always good to have a chat with him on a Saturday morning, is Brad Gray. Brad, good morning. Good morning, guys, and what a week to be back. I tell you what, this is not an easy meeting, and not, not made any easier uh, by the scratchings and the wet track. So I tell you what, the... The 15 minutes when the scratchings go final from 7.45 to 8 o'clock is the, the quickest 15 minutes you'll ever find. It feels like about 30 seconds. So you're madly scrambling, not only trying to fix up your numbers, but also redo your speed map. So we'll see how we go. And markets will change around as well. Um, I don't know whether there's a whole new set about to come out uh, via the tab, but one man can tell us, and that's Glenn Munsey. Hello, Muns. Yeah, morning Richard, morning Ray, good morning Brad, good morning listeners. I have never been under the pump as much as I am this morning, Richard. If I'd been out all night on the drink and got home 10 minutes ago, I'd be under less pressure than what I am at the moment. It's be cool, man. <laughs> uh, no, well, it's just uh, I've got the report from the boys. They're saying technical issues. We had a oh, no. horse was just taken out of the first race. It was scratched at 6 o'clock this morning. So at 10 past 8, Richard, I've done the, the scratchings and the updated markets for the Sydney meeting, the provincial meeting and... Melbourne, I've yet to complete four races at Rose Hill. Good to, good to be busy. Good to be busy on race morning. Um, Ray, before we dive into this form, a little bit of breaking news, uh, Re the Magic Millions two-year-old classic in a week's time. Yeah, look, and I have to um, uh, thank and acknowledge James Moss for this update. Um, he's a part owner, of course, the novelist, the unbeaten Gay Waterhouse Adrian Bot train Colt, who unfortunately is lame. They've run some tests and x-rays on a knee. It's all clear. They think the cold has a minor infection, but they don't have time to treat it given the race is seven days away. So in James's words, the connections are absolutely shattered. The novelist out of the Magic Means two-year-old classic next week. Oh, shattered with her. I think it's a, a, mm. a ladies' syndicate horse. Not that uh, that matters either way, but uh, a stack of people. We're going to be having one hell of a day at the races, but that's... That's 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 bad news. It's um, yeah. you know not every day. It was, you on, the thir- it, it was on the third line of betting, boys. There's a seven dollar oh, yep. chance. Uh, yeah. The novelist uh, Stephen Hewlett had actually sent me uh, a message this morning to tell me that he uh, he was out. So uh, I informed the office, and the novelist has been taken out. So that would be a mo- well, Chris Ayor, and also. Uh, uh, the other runner, their skirt, the law, that's the major reasons why they're scratched from the Gold Coast today. Were they already into the field for the Magic Minions next week? So uh, uh, I'm sure the connections of XL Door would be very, very happy now because that's another one, a little bit more breathing space. So uh, yeah. opportunity for two horses to come in, depending uh, what their prize money is, although 80, I think it's 87000 of the winner or something today at those races at the coast. Uh, so... Um, uh, we'll know this uh, final field for the two- and three-year-olds on Monday morning. What a shame for the Tricolours mm. racing crew. They don't get to race for two million, two million bucks every day, but I don't need to tell them that. So hope he's back bigger and stronger. Ten races at Rose Hill Gardens. Let's get stuck in. And race number one, we go with the Tab Highway to start the day, Munns. And this week, a Class 3 at the 1,200 metres. Tell you what, um, this poker jack keeps on turning up in these races. Always good odds. I know there's scratchings, but... So you wouldn't be underestimating Poker Jack again today? No, certainly not. It has been placed twice of its three starts on heavy. Richard uh, did uh, fail on a heavy at uh, Warwick Farm, but that was in a benchmark 72 race. Uh, righto, let's start with Poker Jack for Tash Burley and Amy McLucas, who's an $11 chance in the first. Pretty Woman at $8.50. Valiant. Now, the cross nose band goes on, but the blinkers come off, the tongue tie comes off, and the earmuffs pre-race come off. For Stephen Wise, it's a $26 chance. Proverbial, $4.60, and that makes it favourite in the highway. Ticket to Anywhere is at $13. Ozstar, Mark Quinn comes down with Luke Rolls at $16. Optimo, the stablemate is not coming. The deduction there, $0.05 cents a win and $0.07 cents a place. Reveal the magic is out, no deduction. 
Vilified is a $19 chance. We've got Hardy with a cross nose band on at $21. Volterra is a $19 chance. Iconic Dame up from Maruya at $6.50. Demitas is out, no deduction. The forerunner ran yesterday at Orange is out, $0.05 cents a win at $0.05 cents a place. A guinea is out, $0.07 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. Uh, our next runner, uh, Crop Duster, out. The deduction there is zero. Sapito Beauty is out. The deduction one cent the winner, nothing the place. Ideal Girl out. Two cents a winner, nothing the place. Get shafted. Uh, I'm not speaking to our listeners when saying that. Uh, is out, no deduction. Overextend is a seven dollar chance. And we get down to our boy Ollie. And he was eleven dollars earlier. And as I said, I told you I'm under the pump here. Our boy Ollie is still eleven dollars. Behind the storm at twenty six. Divine Miss, Jay Ford takes a ride there at eighteen dollars. And Invertational is out. Six cents a win and seven cents the place. Righto, let's look at have a look at here. What is the best supported runner? And there's little between our boy Ollie, overextend, third pick proverbial, and next pick is ticket to anywhere. Alright, speed in the race uh, It looks okay, pretty genuine I would have thought Volterra is the horse that punches up from Barrier 1 You've got our boy Ollie coming across He's been a different horse since the Linkers have gone on And they've ridden him positively Pretty woman, uh, probably has a decision to make Hannah Williams from that wide draw Whether she wants to cart across and, and ride for a bit of luck And then you've got the likes of Ticket to Anywhere Overextend and, and Poker Jack Maybe even Hardy, just trying to, to find that Box seat position here, eh? Yeah, I don't think Proverbial will be too far away, Brad, and I've got her on top. Look, I know there's a slight doubt about her at the 1,200, but if you go back to um, early this preparation, she drew a wide barrier here at Rose Hill for the 1,200 cross, led that field for a long way, was finished a very close fourth to Poker Jack on that occasion. Her form since has been excellent, including that run in a highway at Randwick on Christmas Eve when she worked the line nicely behind Justin Reach. Gets a chance here with Dylan Gibbons' claim. She's rock-hard fit, importantly handles rain-affected tracks. I'm happy to go with her in a very tough race. Pretty woman similar. Brad, will she run the 1,200? That's the question mark, because she will be in front for a long, long way here. Just whether she can run out that, that trip under pressure. But she's also one on a heavy track, so you've got to include her because she's got that good natural speed. Overextend was good first up. He'll be running home hard, and... Brad, I don't know if you saw behind the storms win when it resumed at Scone. It was a phenomenal yeah. performance. It it couldn't go a yard the first 400 metres. It was a long last and unleashed wide out by a stern out of Avoid Lightning. So Avoid Lightning could handle wet tracks and I'll be really interested to see if behind the storm can bring that scone maiden form to Rose Hill. In the open, I've got Proverbial on top. Tough way to start the day, Brad. 4-2, 20 and 22. Yeah, and just on behind the storm, the third horse there, Miss Adamas, came out uh, last night at Canterbury and somewhat shrank that form line. So if you do like behind the storm, you're getting an extra little kick along there. I've gone 23-1, 12-4. So top to bottom here, 23 to beat number one. So Divine Miss, maybe it's the one that the market has missed. Wet track should be okay. I know she did fail there. Uh, in a highway on a heavy night at the back end of last campaign. Maybe she'd just come to the end of her preparation. I like the way that she's she's hit the line in her three runs back this time in. The latest of those was at Warwick Farm behind Bitcoin Baby and Tashi. So she brings Benchmark 72 form into this race. Do concede she's going to need a little bit to fall her way from what is a bit of a, a tricky gate. But if Jay Ford can get the right run into the race, I think she's going to be right there at big odds. One poker jack. Yeah, he can be a little bit hit and miss, but one consistency in his form is how well he performs in these highways. Already a two-time highway winner. Iconic Dame, I think the key to her bouncing back after a disappointing showing there first up is on the heavy surface. We saw her so impressive uh, in a highway in the past on a on a wet track, and if she can find that form again, uh, she's mighty hard to beat. Proverbial, uh, just a, a consistent highway performer and can only see her uh, running well again. So I've gone 23-1 and 12-4. and four. Numbers for Darren Flindell in our highway to start the day. And uh, Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers will see four proverbial to be 20 over extend, one poker jack and two pretty woman. Four, 21 and two in the first on the day. Race two we get on to now, Munns, is the Shandon Handicap. Three-year-olds and four-year-olds here at benchmark 72 at the 1,500 metres. Rightio, and this is a uh, fresh market that went up this morning. Uh, we start with Danish Prince here. 
who is at $9. Resonator is out, no deduction for it. Timfinist is a $13 chance. Kite Flight is a scratching. The deduction there, one set, the win, nothing, the place. Green Shadows, $2.40 in favourite. What he goes is a $10 chance. This will be the one is out, five cents a win and six cents a place. Wineglass Bay, it's first start in Australia. A number of these connections in El Bodygon. The lugging bit goes on. The cross nose man comes off and it's a $4.20 chance. Summer in Siam is out, five cents a win and six cents a place. Hide Your Heart, out. Two cents a win and one cent the place. Diamond tipped out. Three cents a win and four cents a place. And Samana is a $3.90 chance. Uh, well, nothing really happening in that fresh market this morning. Uh, if you go back to the old market, and I can tell you that the most popular runner was Green Shadows. Put it into perspective, he was 270 uh, before all the scratchings come out this morning, and he was uh, just under half the investment on the race. Second pick, uh, less than half of what was on Green Shadows was Samana, and third pick was Wineglass Bay. So market order, and those three still stay in. Can't find crazy speed here. Samana potentially gets complete control in front. The other speed influence may be Danish Prince, but thereafter, uh, you're left scratching mm. your head because I know it's only a small little field, but I think it's going to be a tactical one at that. Green Shadows maybe just defaults into a trailing position here given the, the small field and the tactical nature of it, Ray. Yeah, Stalks the leaders. He's my best bet of the day. I was super confident until this track tipped into the heavy range. I still think he's definitely the horse to beat here, but that's the only little negative in saying that he's won on a soft track. And he goes to Rose Hill very fit off an excellent run at Ramwick when... He was backed into favouritism and made a real race fit with Kanazawa late and was just edged out. Um, that was a month between runs going into Ramek on Christmas Eve, so I think he'll be even further improved here. As Brad indicated, he gets run-of-the-race stuff, and providing he gets through the heavy ground, and there's no reason he can't, given he's one on the soft track, I think he's the horse to beat, clearly. Five green shadows on top. Um, Brad, I think three timpanist. If he turns up, you never know what Timpanis will do on his day, but um, he was a, ran wi- a Kensington winner over 1,800 uh, two starts back. He failed last start in the Max Schnell race. This comes back in grade, back in trip, but he does handle heavy tracks, so at odds, he could run a race here, um, finishing off late. That early temper, though, could be against him. Samana's on the backup. She tried very hard at Canterbury last Sunday. Her stablemate, Glowing Gold, um, had the drop and it was just too strong late, but she's doing good things in her debut preparation. And you can never leave out one Danish prince. Um, Mark Connors has got this horse going great guns at the moment. He just invariably puts himself into the contest and is very genuine. Green Shadows looks almost better the day for mine, Brad. 5, 3, 12 and 1. Yep, he's on top for me as well. 5, 8, 1 and 12, 5. Green Shadows, he's been knocking on the door as any all campaign. I just think it's a better setup today. So last mm. start... 1,400 metres a month between runs. Maybe that just found him out at the finish. He still ran well. Uh, here he is, 1,500 metres, just the two weeks between runs. And it is a very winnable race for him, as the market does suggest. I think Wineglass Bay holds this market key in terms of how short or how long a price we're going to get about Green Shadows, because if there is support for him, we'll get a better price. But if he is friendless late, then obviously there's the chance that Green Shadows starts shorter again. So... Don't know what to make of him. Uh, he's an import. He's the X factor here. He's won the one from five, and it was on the synthetic. So big unknown. We've seen him on two occasions here in Australia. Once in a Flemington jump out where he's ridden very quietly, and similar case there at Rose Hill in his most recent trial where he was given a pretty easy time. But I didn't mind the way that he brushed through the line. So market confidence all important with him. One Danish prince. He can float in and out of form a little bit, but he did take advantage of a lack of speed to win over this same track and ship two start to go. So. Sent a deja vu about the same setup here, and then you've got the one right down the bottom there, Samana. Uh, still has upside, still in the first preparation, but she's doing a fantastic job to date. 5, 8, 1, and 12. Okay, race two on the program here, and uh, looking at the way Darren Flindell goes, he'll be with us for behind the gates at the 10 o'clock. Will Darren? Five Green Shadows to beat 12, Samana, one Danish Prince, and eight Wineglass Bay. Five, 12, 1, and 8. For Darren in race number two. Race three, the Kiora, a, a fun and handicap. And uh, Munns will have a benchmark 72 here. Three-year-olds and four-year-olds, 1,100 metres. Yeah, speaking of multis, the putters panel multi is refunded uh, with the scratching in the last race there of Super Pursuit. So if you played the... Uh, 
putters panel multi yesterday, uh, your money is refunded to you. So uh, let's have a move along to race number three now, where we start with a scratching at Espresso. Uh, it was five cents a win and six cents a place. Let me just check it again. Yeah, that's correct. So our first runner is Narito, and it is a $3.60 chance. Sparring is out. Five cents win and six cents a place. True Crime is out. Nine cents win and 11 cents a place. Aspen Chase. The blinkers are on and earmuffs are on in the race. It's an $11 chance. The Great Houdini at $5. Diamond Dealer, a winner last night, is out. One cent the win and nothing the place. Over to Smoke Show at $12. Compassionate at $51. Field Weary is a scratching. Five cents a win and six cents a place. And Passagiata is our favourite at $1.65. And already this morning, one bet on Passive Giada. Uh, where is it here? It was a weird one. It was uh, $10,750 at $1.65. That was taken at 8, mm. 10 and 8 seconds this morning. So that putter was up and going early, wanting to be... He's having a morning stroll rather than La Passagiata, which is an <laughs> afternoon stroll. Uh, it, well, probably been you've heard and uh, read about it. Passagiata, as much as $5.50... Bet about it. Uh, probably one of the best goes on a Saturday for a very, very long while. Yeah, she looks pretty smart, doesn't she, guys? So she looks to go to the front here. Uh, looking at her debut and the way she trialled, she just begins like she should out of a cannon. So I imagine she finds the front. Then you've got Aspen Chase as the other speed influence because all the others have come out. So Diamond Dealer, Sparring, Espresso and True Crime all look to apply some degree of pressure. Uh, and they're, they're all not here, eh? Yeah, she is a flying machine, Passagiata. I was talking to Bjorn Baker about her, Brad, and he told me she's never been headed in a track gallop barrier trial or obviously in her race at Gosford. She's got that brilliant gate speed and high cruising speed. Can she bring that to a heavy track? That's the only question mark. I went back and looked at that Rose Hill trial back in June, Brad, which was a soft six, I know, so she's um, in worse conditions today. But her action was was just terrific, so fluent through the going, and she won that trial by a huge margin. Um, she'll be leading. Um, she'll be leading for a long, long way, and I think she'll be winning. She's pretty exciting, the 11 Passagiata. She brought that barrier trial form to the races at Gosford, tore around the 1,000 metres there just before Christmas, ran fast time, won easily, and gets in. I know significant jump in grade from provincial maiden to Sydney Saturday class, but that's compensated by the 52 kgs. If she handles a heavy, she'll be winning. I think she will. The only danger I feel is to Narito. Now, this is a horse who showed a lot of promise at his debut prep um, uh, last winter. Won his first two starts really impressively, then didn't have much luck, and he's next to at Warwick Farm and Rose Hill. Resuming off a, um, a trial at Rose Hill um, just after Christmas when he was absolutely bolting for James McDonald. So watch for Narito here. Any market moves worth taking note of as well. The great Houdini was in the same trial as Narita. He was inside Narito there, running second in that Sessions Road trial. His form in his debut prep last winter was also solid. And Smoke Show comes to town off a really dominant win at Wagga. And uh, this mare has won on a heavy track, so don't want to let her under my guard. 11 Passagiata, clearly on top in race 3, 11, 2, 6 and 8. A couple of shorties across the card today, but Passagiata's right there among them, isn't she? $1.65, that's what it comes down to, just willing. How short a price uh, you're going to take because she is priced on potential. Uh, I know what she did there at Gosford was brilliant, but it was a provincial maiden, wasn't it? So showing a sustained speed there after putting the writing on the wall prior uh, to suggest that she's got above average talent. So she gets the right setup today to make that leap straight to town now. Uh, 52 kilos, catch me if you can. The other takeaway I thought from Gosford was just how well she executed. So she jumped quick, she settled, and then she quickened. So... Yeah, she seems a professional uh, and very mm. fast filly, obviously. Two, Narito, I've also got him as the danger here, Ray. Um, he, was, he burst onto the scene, didn't he, with two impressive mm. wins at the provincials where he did get the sting out of the ground. It was maybe found out a touch in City Company thereafter, but he did start hard in the market, uh, actually ahead of Democracy Manifest one day at Warwick Farm. So he's always been a horse that there's been plenty of market respect for. Six, the great Houdini, found him hard to line up. A bit of a quiet trial there, lightly raced four-year-old. Just the two starts to his name. He did win a Geelong Maiden on debut. That was back in June on a heavy track before just missing its sale. Now, both of those races have provided plenty of subsequent winners. Uh, and then I've got Smoke Show as a bit of a roughie here. I know he, he's one of the outsiders in the field, albeit a very small field, but I do like the way that he put his rivals to the sword there at Wagga last start. 11, 2, 6 and 8. 
Okay, third race on the day, looking at Darren Flindell's numbers, and Darren goes the way of number 11, Passagiata, to beat two, Narito, six, the great Houdini, and eight, Smoke Show, 11, two, six, and eight for Darren in race number three. Race four at Rosehill Gardens this afternoon will be the midway handicap, and Munns, a benchmark 72 over the 1,400 metres for race four. Race four is uh, headlined by Byron here, who's a $6 chance. Exilatus is at $3, and uh, that price makes it favourite. New Tycoon at $23. Tim Finnis the Doubt runs earlier, no deduction. Dalalat, Lee hates the wet, no surprise to see him out. Uh, eight cents a win and nine cents a place. Divine Breath. Now, the blinkers go on, and a late uh, plating change yesterday. Synthetic hoof filler on the near four and the off hind, and the reasons given... Uh, cosmetic, uh, cosmetic, and precautionary uh, for Divine Breath. Love the invasion at seven dollars. We've got Baranov is a six dollar fifty chance. Bluff and Bluster at eight. La Jolie Fee is out. Deduction three cents a win and two cents a place. Australia Pride at forty one. The Fossil is out. No deduction. The Carpet Bagger is a nineteen dollar chance. And Weekend Affair at forty one dollars. Most popular runner here is Bluff and Bluster. Uh, albeit this morning, $7.50 out to $8. Second pick is Exilatus. Best price given so far today has been three ten, And a little move in the last five minutes for Love the Invasion. $9 into $7, but it still doesn't sit top four picks today. Speed in the race. You've got Byron going forward. We know what his go is. The carpet bagger coming across from the wide gate. Love the Invasion. Is the other speed horse. If you're looking for Exilatus, I imagine he lands in a lovely position here, mm. one out, one back, and hence why he finds himself so hard in the market race. Yeah, slides across inside Byron, and I've also got him getting the run of the race stuff as well here, Brad, and I've got him on top to Exilatus. Uh, he hasn't had a lot go right, and maybe the 1600 metres is just a touch beyond him in his last two runs he's run well in strong company back to a midway, benchmark 72, 1400 metres gets run of the race stuff handles heavy tracks, I think this is his day, give him another chance to Exilatus, one Byron very honest gallop of this bloke did a good job to win a 1300 metre midway two runs back um, handles soft tracks and will be in front for a long way. Six divine breath. This is the right race for this mare and the blinkers going on shows some intent and of the others uh, I think eight barren off is the best of the rest. Two, one, six and eight. I think this is Exilatus's day, Brad. Yeah, he looks hard enough to beat. Just He's been up for a while, hasn't he? That was the only mm. little knock I had with him, but I guess all he has to do is hold his form. So at his last couple, he just hasn't maybe seen out the mile, so back to 1,400 metres, maybe a tick for him. I've got him as the second pick. I've gone 7, 2, 9 and 6. I've got Love the Invasion on top. Really genuine man. Courage to see a bit of support around for her this morning. Resumes over 1,400 metres. That suits. She's got a fantastic fresh record, and she'll bounce out and make her own luck somewhere on top of the speed. So just the 1,000-metre trial ahead of her her campaign this time in, but she did something similar uh, last prep and she won at Musclebrook first up. So Tommy very booked. Uh, she's going to take catching at each way odds. Two Exilatus for the reasons we mentioned. He's hard enough to beat. Nine Bluff and Bluster. Uh, yes, I do concede he's a little bit hard to catch, but a wet track I think suits and all he has to do is repeat what he did there last start when beaten half a length by Kanazawa and Green Shadows. That reads as a particularly strong reference for this. And six Divine Breath. Needs to find a couple of lengths, but I do like the shades going on for the first time. Seven, two, nine and six today and looking at Darren's numbers for race four out of Rosehill Gardens and he is with number nine at Bluff and Bluster. Fourth up to beat one Byron, six Divine Breath and seven Love the Invasion, nine, one, six and seven for Darren Flindell in the fourth race on the day. On to race five we go at the Gardens, January uh, Cup Day but race five is for the Phillies and the Mares here, Munns. The girls on a benchmark 78 at the 1500 metres. Yeah, we start with Festival Dancer, her fourth run back today, and she's a $4.20 chance. Bella Rouge is out, eight cents a win and eight cents a place. Saigon, we heard Steve talk about its last run at $6.50. Frumos, Thrill Seekers, uh, $1.65 and favourite. Osbred Flirt, not there, 22 cents a win and 15 cents a place. Orbital Express at 14, Modern Millie out, seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Water Fox out, three cents a win and four cents a place. Charity Spirit at 13, and oh golly gosh, at 23. 
Uh, well, that market went up this morning after all the scratchings. No great activity in it. Um, although... Um, Festival Dancer, you could have had as much as 460. They probably just had a rethink, made it 420. Uh, the favourite went up as short as $1.60. They pushed it to $1.65. Charity Spirits, 12 to 13. And oh golly gosh, 21 to 23. No great activity dollar wise. Uh, but in the uh, old market that sat there since Wednesday, of those that are left, uh, the most popular runner, as you would expect, Frumos, Festival Dancer, Cyclone. Not a lot of speed in this race, particularly after we've lost one of the favourites there, Oz Brad Flirt. So Festival Dancer got a degree of control last start when she went to the races, and dare I suggest she gets something similar here. I've actually got Charity Spirit going forward now to take advantage of the lack of speed, and he's probably the one that sits out outside of Festival Dancer. Oh golly gosh, won't be far away, and Nash is the right man for the job in terms of getting Frumos just to use that barrier one in this small field to maybe punch up just in behind the leaders. Yeah, gee, what do you do? You stick with her. I am Brad. I think as she has been so costly, I can see that. At last four starts, she's been beaten as favourite Frumos, but look, she's back onto a rain-affected track here. And when she started her her racing career on rain-affected tracks, she was uh, she looked really, really good, and that's the reason why she's been so heavily backed. And her next four runs has been excuses for most, except for last start. I concede she was disappointing in the Almadina race, but. I've got to stick with her, Brad, because she's got talent. She handles these soft to heavy tracks well. And if she can reproduce that turn of foot that she showed during the winter at her debut preparation last year, she can sit just off the speed and unleash four Frumos on top. One festival dancer. She was a Group 3 Spring Stakes winner last season. And good signs last start. She's on the way back. A really gutsy effort behind our Medina there at Ranwick. And she handles these soft tracks. She'll be hard to beat. Three Saigons had a few chances also of late. But there's another mare who'd, who'd like to sting out of the ground. And she'll be running home hard. And nine Charity Spirit, as Brad said, might just settle on speed here, which could be the right position to be in and uh, could run a race at odds. Four Frumos, I'm prepared to stick with a Brad. Four, one, three and nine in race five. Well, you're more loyal than me, Ray, because <laughs> yeah, I've got Festival Dancer here. Uh, she gets control in front. I thought there was a... I thought she might need one more run there last time out. So the fact that she ran so well, I think that tops her off perfectly. Now you go back to that preparation where she did make huge leaps in terms of going from a maiden to a, a group winner in the space of three or four runs. The deeper she got into her campaign the better she went. So I think there was further improvement to come from last start. 1,500 metres, goes forward. I don't think the wet track holds any fears, given she was a Kembla Grange winner there on a heavy 10. So if you can handle a, a heavy 10 at Kembla, uh, you should be pretty sweet in most places. So she's going to be very hard to run down here. Sense of timing about her. Frumos, she is becoming costly. That sixty makes me very nervous, but she has found a, a very suitable race. And as you touched on, Ray, I think the wet track might bring the best out of her. Three, Saigon comes through that same form reference. So we're all dealing with Horses coming through the same race. She didn't have a lot of luck, and she was going to the line there with a little bit to offer. And nine charity spirit, just the map horse uh, who looks to take advantage of a lack of speed here and put herself right there. One, four, three, and nine. Okay, heard from uh, Maddie Smith. He's uh, very happy with the, where Festival Dancer is coming into today. Looking at the numbers for Darren Flindell in race five, number four, Frumos. She'll feature in the behind the gates multi as well. She would have before scratchings too to beat one festival dancer, three Saigon, and six Orbital Express. Four, one, three, six on race five at Rose Hill Gardens. On to race six we go here. Munns working our way through the preview here. Race six is the Furphy handicap. We'll have a benchmark 88, and they're going over the 1,400 metres. I feel like knocking the top off one at the moment, to tell you the truth. Righto, let's go to race number six here, where we've got Constant Flight is a scratching, one set the winner and nothing the place. Raging Bull is at $9.50 back at the races today. Ranting is out, three cents a win and two cents a place. Shaquiro out, six cents a win and six cents a place. Cuban Royale on the backup after winning the last race last Saturday, $5.50. Lord Olympus is out, five cents a win and six cents a place. Knight of Power at $17. Vranelli is our favourite at $3. Bold Mac at 5 Easy Far at 11 Dynamic Impact not there, six cents a win and seven cents a place. Nicky's Fling is a $10 chance and Silent Agenda on the backup from Sunday is a $7 pop. Most popular runner here is Vranelli, uh, albeit this morning $2.90 out to $3, and is most popular runner today. 
so they've just pushed it out probably percentage-wise more than anything else. Um, it has just under double the investment on the second pick, which is Silent Agenda. As much as $23 when we did Formline on Thursday night, the next morning it was an $11 chance. Silent Agenda. Uh, third pick would be Bold Mac. And fourth pick now, Cuban Royale in front of Nicky's flick. Doesn't look to be a lot of speed on paper here, since hence why Vernelli, I imagine, is so popular. So wouldn't be surprised to see a change of tactics uh, regarding Silent Agenda. Oh, there it is. It's already come through, just looking at Pride Racing. So Silent Agenda will be ridden on speed with cover from a good draw. So, yeah, no surprises there that 1,400 metres third up. He can take advantage of a lack of speed here. Bold Mac, uh, the Chris Waller train galloper. I know he's first up, but I think he takes advantage of the low draw and just parks here behind the speed. Maybe Easy Far can be right there, but... Yeah, it doesn't look to be a race blessed with uh, enormous speed on paper, right? Yeah, he should get uh, um, some control in front for Nelly, shouldn't he, Brad? And uh, he look, he was good second up there at Rose Hill. Tough win beating Rainbow Connection uh, last month. Had a tick over trial in between. Comes to a heavy track here at Rose Hill, third up. He's in three previous preparations. He's won third up twice. Horses often run to pattern, don't they, Brad? So here he is going third up Rose Hill, a track where he's raced well previously. He handles heavy, gets control in front. Gee, he does look hard to beat eight, Vranelli. In saying that, five Cuban Royales just in a rich vein of form at the moment. On the back up from that really good win at Randwick last week when he came from last and zoomed down the centre of the track. Another horse who is effective on heavy tracks. He's he's very fit and he is in great form. Uh, nine, Bold Mac. Interested in Bold Mac here because when he made his debut for the Chris Wallace stable off a two-month um, gap between runs back in the middle of winter last year. He won first up here at Rose, so over the 1,400 are heavy. So he's trialled nicely, two soft trials going into this. He's a big watch horse. And seven night of power, look, I know he's hit and missed this horse, and he was disappointing first up, but he tends to jump out of the ground second up, and he might be worth throwing in your multiples. Eight, five, nine, and seven. Vernelli looks really hard to beat here, Brad. Does look well placed, uh, but I'm going with nine bold Mac here. I've got nine, thirteen, eight, and five. It takes a little leap of faith, I guess, to suggest that he can run up to what he did first up last campaign. But Jesus, a sense of deja vu, isn't there? Fourteen hundred metres, same track and trip, Rose Hill, same grade, and the same track rating, a heavy eight. Mm -hmm. So if he does what he did there, I think he's really hard to beat. Just punching up from Barry One, he's going to need luck at the right time, but I think he's going to be following the right horse in Vranelli into the straight and should take him everywhere he needs to go. Two trials should have him fit enough. Tommy Berry does the steering, so shouldn't be left with any excuses. 13 silent agenda. He actually ran in that same race uh, that Bold Mac won first up last campaign. Bold Mac got the better of him, but I do think there's a little sense of timing about silent agenda today. 1,400 metres, third up. I know he hasn't won below the mile, uh, but that's a little bit deceptive. Eight Vranelli. The only knock for me is the price. Otherwise, it's a, a lovely setup. little freshen up since winning last start, goes to the front, uh, controls the race, and I like the way that he, he trialled in between. And five, Cuban Royale. I guess he's hard to knock. Um, the only thing I will say is that eight of his nine starts have come first or second up in the past. So a little query in terms of whether he's, he's a touch better on the fresh side. On the quick backup, maybe that edge is off him. Uh, but all he has to do is hold his form until you're right there again. Nine, thirteen, eight, and 5. OK, looking at the numbers here for Darren Flindell in our sixth race on the day. And uh, Darren thinks a Vernelli fan here. Might even be his behind-the-gates multi-horse. Eight Vernelli to beat 10 Easy Fire, 5 Cuban Royale, and 13 Silent Agenda. Eight, 10, 5, and 13 for Darren in race number six. Race seven, uh, Munns is our feature. The Schweppes January Cup that I see Chris Wallace won six or seven of these or that kind of number. But anyway, a listed race over the 2,000 metres, our main race of the day. Yeah, now just back to the behind-the-gates multi, Richard. I, I know you have the massive advantage of being able to pick your horses on a Saturday morning, unlike the uh, punters panel multi of a Friday. Wet track hasn't uh, but, helped you, I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't want you attacking all these races that have only got five runners, Richard, uh, for your selections there, for your horse to run top four. That's, that's well, there weren't answer. five runners this time yesterday, were they? Well, you know, you, you, you can change. You know, we don't have the opportunity to change. Let's have a look at the January. Uh, I just I've been to... through this with I went through this with Luke Marlow on New Year's Day. Yes, and I reckon tried, I reckon I got, I got him on points. Mind. I got him on points. I'm sure you poisoned his poor mind. Rubbish. And, hey, you know. hey, hey, just we, uh, not to put Luke in it, but we did land three of the four legs on New Year's Day, and there was one leg that didn't quite come up. But... Well, that's de rigueur for Luke anyway. Right, oh, uh, leave him alone. Oh, 
He's got enough problems. <laughs> he's a good man. He's welcome on behind that gate anytime. I told Luke that he's welcome on our show. Beautiful. There's no transfer fee. Right. Uh, Berterbeck here in the January Cup is a $6.50 chance. Spirit Ridge is out. Seven cents a win and seven cents a place. Bonnie Ezra at $7. Grand Slam not there. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Alias with the blinkers on looking to uh, get back to form. And it is a $5 chance. And funnily enough, at that price now, makes it favourite. Chalk Stream for His Majesty is a $12 chance. First in line at $81. Outlandos, not there. Two cents a win and nothing to place a deduction there. She's the gift at $9.50. Military Mission at $7. Criminal Code at $26. Global Osbred at $5.50. Mission Phoenix is a $6.50 chance and Lady Redwood is at $81. Most popular runner is Alias here. Um, you can get a... Um, a it did go up $5 after the scratchings of Spirit Ridge and Grand Slam this morning. So it's retained its mark there and is most popular runner. Second pick would be Military Mission. Third pick would be Mission Phoenix. And fourth pick would be Global Osbret. Speed here. We've lost a couple of go forward horses in Grand Slam and Spirit Ridge. Uh, you've got Mission Phoenix and Global Osbred. Uh, Mission Phoenix will come across and maybe find the front with a big question mark over Military Mission. I do think he finds a race today that he could be considerably closer, and he's just got back in the ruck at his past two being um, a little bit slow into stride. So if he just begins that shade quicker, uh, he can put himself right on top of the speed here, Ray. Yeah, I think they'll go along at a, a reasonable tempo too, Brad, because Mission Phoenix does like to roll military mission, as you point out. We'll also go forward. I, I've gone for number three, Bonnie Ezra, not with a lot of confidence because it's a pretty open race, but I, I think he's sort of been a bit of a forgotten runner going into the into the race here today. Brad, um, three starts back, he won the ATC Cup over the, the Rose Hill 2,000 metres. Probably didn't quite run the 2,400 in the Christmas Cup. Still ran well, finishing second. Then last start in the Summer Cup, he was on the inside. Didn't have a lot of galloping room in the straight. He wouldn't have won the Summer Cup, but I'm certain he should have finished closer than seventh. He's going well. Comes back to the Rose Hill 2,000. Like softer, heavy tracks. Um, Nashwiller goes on. Uh, ticks enough boxes for mine to put him on top. One Birderbeck. Uh, look, he, on a dry track, you'd tip him. He was terrific in the Summer Cup last start, but I think it's fair to say he's not quite his best on soft to heavy. But fourth up, peaking now, you've got to include him. 12 Global Osbred had zero luck in the Summer Cup, never on the track. Still ran eighth, and he loomed up halfway down the straight. It was a very courageous run. And uh, if he gets a nice run here on his December handicap win two starts back, he's right in the contest from a horse who really does like heavy tracks. And five alias, he was third in the ATC Cups, had just over a month between runs, a tick over trial in between, blinkers going on. Again, a lot to like about him. Pretty open race, the January Cup. Three Bonnie Ezra on top. 3-1-12-5. Yeah, that's a fair understatement, to be honest. I didn't know mm. what to do here. The more I watched yeah. that Summer Cup, which is the obvious form reference, the more confused I made myself in terms of what was the best mm. run in the race. So I've gone a little bit left field here and tipped a horse that I said I'd never tip again, uh, probably on a number of times, and that's Chalk Stream. Now, I was going to make the case today when I did the form there on Wednesday that he'll appreciate the firmer track, so that's gone out the window, but he does handle it okay, and this is a horse that did start $9 in the St. Ledger the last time we saw him in the, at the races. I don't think there's enough in the, in the price at the moment just to take the gamble with 54 kilos on his back, little freshen up, nice little tick over trial, that he can make his presence felt here at, at each way odds. Now, Chris Waller has said that the Australia Cup, that Warwick Farm in two and a half weeks, is probably more suitable, but there is every chance that he can take this on the way through. Where do we go to thereafter? Global Osbred, uh, he's well-placed to bounce back. All of his wet form is from earlier in his career in easier races, but that says to me that he'll handle it no problem. Uh, and as you touched on, Ray, he had no luck whatsoever there in the Summer Cup, given he was wide and working off a brutal tempo. Now, mm. that did play into the hands of Berdebeck, so he was maybe a little bit flattered by the shape of the race, but this promises to be truly run again, and yeah, there is a sense of timing about him, albeit with 59 kilos on his back, and while those horses have been butting heads, uh, Alias has been the one just buying his time on the sidelines. I do like the blinkers going on for the first time, and if he gets off the fence at the right time, he should be um, making his presence felt as well. So, a tricky race, and not an easy leg of the quaddy here, 6-12-1-5. What about She's the Gift here, Brad? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not a bad shout. So 2,000 metres first time, but she probably gets it, doesn't she? The way she hit the line there in the 
Belle of the Turf, last start, wet track, holds no fear. She's probably going to be seeing a lot of these turning for home, but I guess at least she brings a different form line. 5-12-3-13 for Darren, 5 Alias to be 12 Global Oz, bred 3 Bonnie Ezra and 13 Mission Phoenix. We get on to race 8 at Rose Hill Gardens this afternoon. The Rose Hill Bowling Club, good way to spend a bit of time after the races if you can get that far. And a benchmark 78 here, Munns for race 8 over the 1500 metres. Yeah, we've got uh, Star Sparks returning to the races today and uh, on its return, uh, Gay and Adrian have taken the blinkers off and it's a $5.50 chance. Momac... At $8.50. Estadio Mastala, our favourite at $2.40. Born with Wings, an imported galloper having its first start for the Snowdens. A lugging bit goes on and the earmuffs pre-race go on and it's an $11 chance. High Court at 14. Royal Zell not there, no deduction. Savory out. Three cents a win and two cents a place. Tip of the spear. Uh, the earmuffs are on pre-race only. The cross noseband comes off. It's a $23 chance. Another import having its first Australian start for Annabelle Neesham. Uh, bend the knee at $11. Above and beyond is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Bazooka at $9. Danish Prince is out. Runs earlier. Three cents a win and four cents a place. Shadow Park at 19 Kobe Rocks ran last night. Out. Three cents a win and two cents a place. E Street at $21. Hollywood North out, two cents a win and one cent the place. And Bluff and Bluster out, runs earlier, no deduction. Uh, most popular runner here, Estadio Mastala, albeit 2.30 out to 2.40 so far this morning after scratchings. Second pick would be Star Sparks, it's 5 out to 5.50 this morning. The firm today is Bazooka on the backup from last Saturday. $13 into $9 so far today and most popular runner this morning. And the next pick would be Chateau Park who does like a bit of moisture in the ground. He certainly does. I don't think he'll like the lack of speed on paper, though, because you've got Momac going forward, you've got Star Sparks sitting on uh, Momac's shoulder, and there you're left probably scratching your head as to what else can happen. So I guess that's a little bit tricky for a Stadio Mastala, but Barrier 13 becomes Barrier 9, which maybe isn't so scary on paper, Ray. Yeah, looks an interesting race in terms of the tempo, how it be run, and I'm with the horse there backing the 11 bazooka each way. Uh, I thought it was a head and run there first up at Randwick last week in the Cuban Royale race. He just got cut off as he was starting to work into the race, Brad, at about the 250. Lost a touch of momentum, got going again. The last 100 metres he stretched out really well. We heard from David Payne earlier, the horse has just thrived since. He's jumping out of his skin, according to David Ellen Hennessy's claim brings him in 53, uh, 53 kilos. He's got a nice gait, get a good run, probably front half of the field. Handles heavy tracks. I've convinced myself, Brad, 11 bazooka on top each way. No knock on three, Estadio Mastala, but he's lightly raised, striking a heavy track for the first time. Where he gets to in the run is is probably the one concern, but he's obviously a, a horse with plenty of upside. Two, Momac. Um, Blake Ryan's got this horse going great guns at the moment. He'll be on speed, making his own luck. Uh, he'll be tough to run down and interested in your thoughts too brad on four born with wings um a french horse now with team snowden just the one trial here it reads 10 of 10 but the way he worked through the line and beyond the line he was really strong late and he might be a horse to watch going forward if he runs a race here he could be in for a big prep 11 bazooka each way 11 three two and four yeah, the barrier probably dictates with Born of Wings where he's going to be, doesn't it? Which is going to be mm. the query with him, especially in a race with not a lot of tempo. So I imagine if he's just flashing up late, uh, it's onwards and upwards as he gets out over a, a touch further. But I've gone with Star Sparks here. Now, I am very nervous about the fact that we're getting onto a heavy surface now. So hopefully we do get an upgrade come race eight at Rose Hill because, yeah, despite going to the line with him, uh, his two worst runs of his career have been on heavy surfaces. So... He's an unassuming kind of horse. He's built a fantastic record. Five starts, uh, eight starts for, for five wins. He'll roll forward, put himself on top of a speed that doesn't look overly hectic. So every chance that he can resume. A winner, three, Estadio Mastala. Bit of a different setup to last start. So he was over the mile and he drew soft. Here he is drawn wide back to 1,500 metres. And he looked to need every bit of the 1,600 metres last start. So I don't think he is the best horse in the race going forward uh, but there are a few little queries in the context of his price to Matt to Momac what you see is what you get uh, he is airborne for Blake Ryan he's just such a consistent horse he'll roll forward he'll make his own luck and tough it out right to the line 11 bazooka I've got him in the mix as well not the most conventional setup I guess second up on the quick backup but we know the best of bazooka uh, is definitely good enough to give this a shake one three two and eleven
Okay, uh, the yard so important with all these horses uh, during the day and this race uh, especially to see how they do parade. Two Momac here for Darren Flindell to beat 15 E Street, three Estadio Mistala and one Star Sparks. Two, 15, three and one for Darren. Good luck to you, Blake, today in race eight. Race nine, the clean away handicap and we'll have a benchmark 78 over the 1800 metres. Rightio, sorry Richard, I'm on race eight at the Gold Coast at the moment. Uh, right, uh, race number nine here at Rose Hill. We start with Logan Street Lion, who is a $4.60 chance, was $4.40 earlier. Worthily at $5. Irish Legend out $0.03 cents a win and $0.03 cents a place. Mahagoni at $5.50. So uh, the toppy favourite Logan Street line at $4.60. Mahagoni $5.50. Deficit out runs at the Gold Coast. No deduction. We've got Lovely Esteem, our next runner, at $12. Tavion Prince at $41. Head of State out runs at the Gold Coast. No deduction. Yukon at $23. Dr. Evil for Johnny Steinmetz at is a $6 chance. First Light at $7.50. Ig Drazil at $23. Showtime Lady out, two cents a win and nothing to place. Travelling Kate ran last night out, two cents a win, two cents a place. Three Wise Men out, no deduction. Fuller out ran last night, one cent to win and one cent to place. Naval Seal scratched from the Gold Coast to stay at home at $7. Mediaro out ran last night, no deduction. And Momac runs in the previous race out, three cents a win and three cents a place. Most popular run here is Dr. Evil, uh, albeit five fifty out to six dollars this morning. Second pick would be the Toppy and Logan Street line. He's four forty out to four sixty today. Third pick Naval Seal, six fifty out to seven. So there's got to be a firm somewhere. Trying to work out where it is. Mahagoni, no five fifty unchanged. Worthily five unchanged. Lovely esteem, little trim, fourteen to twelve. Um, What's the others there? That's it. That's about it. So they might have just been uh, um, just getting a little bit. That's 123%, so it's a little bit tight at the moment anyway. Tavion Prince, I think, takes advantage of a few scratchings here and, and rolls across to take up the running. You've got Yukon not far away. First light did lead there first up, but was a default leader. And I think he takes a trail here. And then you've got Logan Street Lions just taking advantage of a, a nice race shape, and he should put himself right there in a, in a winning position, Ray, if he's good enough. Yeah, that's why I've landed on him, Logan Street Line. I just think he gets run of the race stuff, and he, he was solid late when running second to Mark Schnell at Ramwick on Christmas Eve. Um, I think he's the horse to beat here. When you looked at this race after Fields came out, it looked horrible from the barriers for Mahagoni and Worthily, but now with the scratchings, they come out of 8 and 10 respectively. Game on for both. 11 first light showed something there first up, can only improve off that. 1, 4, 2 and 11. Logan Street line on top at the query is just whether he and Mahagoni and Worthily will get through the heavy track conditions, Brad. Yep, that is the query, 4-1-2-10 and for me, I should say, for Mahagoni. He just has the strongest form lines coming to this. All he has to do is hold that to be in the finish again. One, Logan Street line continues to knock on the door. Two, Worthily uh, needs a little bit of, of luck, but as you touched on, the barrier's a little bit less scary after scratchings. And 10, Dr. Evil. Well, the wet track certainly plays to his strengths, 4-1-2-10. and 10. Numbers for Darren in the ninth race on the program at Rose Hill Gardens, and they'll come up for our central viewers and myself. Ten, Dr. Evil, a special to beat 11. First light, one Logan Street line for Mahagoni. Ten, a good thing from 11-1-4 for Darren in race nine. Race ten, last of the day, months. We finish off with the Fujitsu General, a benchmark 88 at the 1,200 metres. When you do get Darren on later on, Richard, could you make him really stress the evil no, in no. Doctor Evil? He had a re- he had a I real good go at it the night. on um, form line on Thursday evening, and and I think he, he he really felt good in the way that he was saying it. He was looking at me at the time, which is probably even worse. Uh, right, the last here. Titanium Power is an $8 chance. Constant Flight, scratched earlier, runs here $26. Snippy Fox uh, at $13. Much, much better is a $13 chance. Niffler returning to the races at $7.50. Super Pursuit out, disappointing. $0.10 cents a win and $0.10 cents a place. Kalino out, $0.19 cents a win and $0.14 cents a place. Munitions is a $16 chance. Pizarro returning to the races. Odds on favourite now at $1.95. Noble Soldier at $12. Dynamic Impact is out, $0.04 cents a win and $0.04 cents a place. Van Giz is at $8.50. 
and he's a hot shot. Out two cents a win and two cents the place. Uh, well, now with the Super Pursuit not there, Pizarro becomes the most popular runner. It's got a firm today, $2 into $1.95, but there's been a couple of firms here. Uh, it's two dollars into a dollar ninety-five. Noble Soldiers fourteen to twelve. Van Giz is thirteen into eight dollars fifty. And of course, remember she is in foal. Van Giz. Uh, so that's Titanium Power seven out to eight. Constant Flight twenty-one to twenty-six. Snippy Fox eleven to thirteen. Much much better twelve to thirteen. Nifla seven to seven fifty to compensate. Uh, munitions the other one thirteen out to sixteen. Speed here. Titanium Power goes four. You've got much much better. Carvia Cross, uh, so I think the speed looks pretty genuine here in the last race, and Constant Flight uh, is another horse that likes to roll forward as well, so generally run, every horse gets their chance. That'll suit Pizarro, Brad, he does tend to settle, probably midfield maybe a touch worse, but he's got a terrific finishing sprint, highly consistent horse, hasn't missed a top three placing in his eight runs, handles heavy, goes well first up off two nice trials, ticks a lot of boxes except the price, she's short enough now, but nine Pizarro on top, five Niffler, genuine Meg, drawn to get the right run, sure sprint well fresh, four much, much better. A big improvement expected from him, particularly now back onto a heavy track. And 12, Van Giz, the best of the rest. 9, 5, 4 and 12, Pizarro in the last. He's hard not to land on now, isn't he? The race looks to mm. fall on into his lap. Really consistent horse, runs to his level, handles all conditions and should distort what is a genuine speed. So no excuses for him. 9, 5, 3 and 1, 5, Nifla. A little bit short of her best 1,200 metres, but I think she sets up really well just to get a, a lovely trailing run if she's exposed at the right time. Uh, she can figure in the finish somewhere. Three, Snippy Fox. Disappointing there first up, but we know she's a, a really good wet tracker and she could come into her own, particularly if these winners are coming down the middle of the track late in the day. And one, Titanium Power. You've got to take him on trust. I know he's been disappointing at his past couple, but at his best, uh, this is a, a nice race for him. Nine, five, three and one. Numbers for Darren Flindell in our 10th and last on the program. Uh, and in the last race, race 10, Darren's with nine, Pizarro to be 12, Van Giz, uh, five, Niffler. And we'll need a fourth number from him, nine, twelve, five, and bring your fourth number soon. Ray, your best in value for Rosehill Gardens, please. Yeah, best of the day, race two, number five, Green Shadows. Rich just banking, he gets through the heavy. If he does, he should win. And a light bazooka each way, race eight, number 11, bazooka. What about you, Brad? I've gone race six, number nine, Bold Mac as my best. I just think it's a nice setup for him to repeat what he did there last start. And the best value, probably a little bit tricky to find one, but I guess we can go with... Uh, the one in the highway in the opener, Divine Miss, number 23, that is. I think she's around that $18 quote. Right, and Ray, good on you, gents. We'll do it again soon. Many thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Good on you, fellas. Ray Thomas, Brad Gray, uh, all the winners there for you.